I know I see people commenting and asking questions on Facebook about making multiple runs in a weekend and if you have to run back to back or multiple times a day. And I know I've very mildly, I guess, covered this, um, but I'm going to get more in depth on it because this weekend is going to get a little crazy. So this will be my third year entering the permit race at WPRA Finals. Um, the first year, you know, I ran Shiner. She did really good, but I wasn't riding her as strong as I am now. wasn't doing near as many therapies as I am now. Um, last year, I ran Betty. I think I kind of jumped the gun. I wasn't riding her too well. I expected too much too fast. Live and learn. Um, the plan was to run Betty this year again but she's doing better um I went to ride her this week and make a cruise through and she blew an abscess on her hairline on her back hoof so yeah horses but I had been riding Shiner and kind of preparing her just in case I had to run her um so this week the plan is we leave Thursday morning to go to Waco and I'll run Thursday night in the warm-up race um, I have a reasoning behind that and we'll get to it then we'll make our first real run in the permit race Friday morning probably about 9 30 or 10 that morning and then we'll hang out the rest of the day and then we'll make our second run Saturday morning and then if we make it back in the average we'll run Sunday morning in the short go then we also have to run fri uh sunday night at fort worth um it's a big huge barrel race added money uh, i think it's twenty four thousand added they have about 900 pre-entries just right now um so it's gonna be a really really good race shiner runs really good there that kind of wasn't the plan ideally i was gonna still run betty i think i had entered betty had to do a horse change um, I, again, I just don't want to expect too much and then, you know, not ride her good, her still not feel up to par. So what do you do when you have to make that many runs on one horse? I did it three years ago on Shiner. I made two runs a day. She made six runs in three days. I said I wouldn't do it to her again, but because it's spread out, you know, I think she can handle it. Someone kind of mentioned it to me, and they were like, well, why would you do that, and blah, 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 and I see people on Facebook, too, saying, you know, I don't make more than two runs in a weekend on my horse, and hey, that's awesome, like, if that's your choice, that's cool, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having that mindset, and I want to, however, look at these girls that go to NFR, nine times out of ten, they are running the same horse, nine out of ten rounds. Um, that's usually how it works. And again, it depends on your goals at the end of the day and your horse's mental and physical abilities. Um, if you want to go to a couple super shows a year and run twice a weekend and be done, that that's cool. However, if you're like me and you do want a rodeo, there are going to be some situations that you have to make two runs a day on the same horse for whatever reason. And it's not uncommon that that happens. Um, it comes down to knowing your horse. 
So the physical aspect, first and foremost, is is your horse physically fit to make that many runs a day? Yes, Steiner definitely is. Um, you know, I've been running her back since the summer. She's in phenomenal shape right now. It's just extremely minor tuning. And Shiner's not one that I have to tune on. It's just getting her a little bit more free. Um, Shiner is... Today's Tuesday, and this will release Wednesday, hopefully. Um, You know, I ran her Saturday night. She ran really good. She wanted to be just a smidge tight, which I can't really complain about. I mean, she made it work. So... Sunday, she had the day off. I rode the other two. Yesterday, I took her to work with me, and she was on the aqua tread. Um, Shiner's a freak. Her stamina is absolutely insane. When I swim her, she's usually swimming seven or eight laps against the current, which is just insane. Um, She's a strong swimmer. She's never been on an aqua tread, but she's pretty chill, so I kind of left her. I trusted the girl to handle her, and she was like, oh, Shiner's chill. Like, Shiner's a pro. Um, so she did really good on that yesterday. Um, then today I'm taking her back. We don't work her super, super hard on there. Um, but I do think it is gonna free her up just a smidge, kind of help with that reach just a little bit. Um, then tomorrow is Wednesday, so she'll get the day completely off. Um, turn her out, let her enjoy herself. I do think Grayson is coming back tomorrow night to Magna Wave her one more time. Um, Madison came out Sunday and worked her on her with the Ocuscope. Uh, Grayson's going to do a breathing treatment on her Wednesday as well. Chiropractor was out last Thursday. Um, so, she's going to be feeling phenomenal. And if I absolutely had to... Betty's in good enough shape that I could have made that many runs on her. However, you get to the mental aspect of it. Betty's still technically a baby. I mean, she's been ran for a year, but not extremely hard. Not even a year. Less, right about a year, considering she got hurt midway through the year this summer. Um, I do give Betty a few things to help her. Um, These first few runs back, she's getting a couple different things, which I'll get into that in a different episode. Um, More for her mind. Um, I don't want to do that to Betty. Her first run back competitive, be like, oh, hey, you know, you're going to go run five times. Betty is one that I could run three days and, you know, I'd have to get off of her, let her have a mental break, let her chill out. Um, Again, like I said, I'm trying some new stuff, so that that may change. But if you don't have to do that to a horse that's really fragile like that, I wouldn't. Um, Shiner, on the other hand, is going to be the complete opposite. Um, Yeah, she's going to look fired up and like a little dragon, but she's going to be fighting you to want to go in. And there's no right or wrong and what I like better. And it's just how that horse is. And, you know, Betty could be that way one day, but Shiner's got seven years on Betty. Um way more experience um it doesn't mean Betty's not going to be that way you know who knows but Shiner who I've been running pretty solid for a few years now I know that horse I know how she runs and if I take her to a three-day race 
usually if I run her on a Friday, by Sunday she's a half a second faster, if not more. Um, the more she runs in an arena, the stronger she gets. Um, so that's my reasoning for running her Thursday. The plan for that run is not necessarily going to be to push her. I mean, by no means am I going to hold her back. But I'm probably not going to ride as hard as I would the next round. And I know some people are like, why? That's dumb. That run mainly is going to get her in there, get her freed up, get her confidence built up. Um, you know, if I ride her a certain way then or if I'm a step behind, a step ahead, whatever it may be, um, I can kind of figure that out for the next morning. Um so now being two years later, I'm excited to kind of see how she runs in comparison to how she did two years ago. So your horse is in perfect physical condition. The mindset is there. What else do we do? So someone mentioned that I have my horses worked on too much and I don't think there really is a limit to how much you have them worked on. Um, like my chiropractor said, if a person, if a horse is using their body correctly, they're going to be out and need to be adjusted. Um, even more so if they're using their body incorrectly. Um, a lot of mine is mainly a preventative. Um, so I have them chiropracted once a month. Um, if I'm making a lot of runs, Betty this summer didn't get worked on just because, you know, she was on stall rest. She was out in the field. Um, Shiner, who does make a few runs a month, gets worked on. More so, like I said, as a preventative. Usually, she's always slightly out in her pole. She may have a hip that's just minorly out. It's never anything bad. But getting them worked on once a month, you're catching stuff before it does get bad. Um, I see some horses that are worked on every six months once a year. And they have to be out, you know, a couple days or a week. Because they were out so bad that they do hurt when they get put back aligned. Um, the same thing with the MagnaWave and the OcuScope. I use the MagnaWave to have them worked on everywhere. If she's more responsive in a certain area, then I'm gonna get Madison, who does the OcuScope, and say, hey, you know, Grayson worked on her, and she's more sore in her hind area. Let's target that area to kind of get her feeling better. Um, you can't use those two within, I believe it's a 48 hours of each other. Um, so there's kind of some timing issues you do have to work with. Um, but again, I do it as a preventative. You know, I have these resources at hand. I'm not gonna have the excuse, oh, well, my horse was sore. And that's why she didn't work good. Um, yes, things can happen in between. But again, preventatives. So I think I've covered this a little bit. But when I get to where I'm going, rodeo barrel race if it's a jackpot through the week not so much just because we're usually hauling you know 15 minutes to 45 minutes to the arena so there not so much but if it's going to be a long weekend you know stressful kind of weekend I get there usually a few hours early um plenty of time to find my stalls get you know bedding put down water hay get her comfortable um so on my stalls she's got usually a big bucket or two hanging buckets of water she's got constant cubes a constant hay bag salt licks um if it's hot you know i'll try to put up a fan 
where we were this weekend, she was by herself um, the majority of the time. And she's usually pretty chill. She does better by herself than, you know, four horses surrounding her that are kicking, biting at her. Um, so that was kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> so we made our first run Thursday night. We had a while to sit there. Um, I do run her on a few things. So I run her on Banamine and Dex and disclaimer, just because I say that I am doesn't mean that you need to have to, you definitely need to consult with your vet. You need to know what you're doing, why you're giving it. I'm just being honest and telling what I run on. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry. This is what works for me. Again, a lot of it is a preventative. Um, so I do give her Dex and Banamine. Um, I give that usually three to four hours out. I do give everything orally, so I give it about an hour earlier than you would if you were to IV it. Good and inner system. Then I pulled her out of her stall usually about an hour and a half before we run. Um, I give her her Lasix at this time. I give her the Gastroplex, the Breathe O2. Sometimes I give her a Wind Aid and another breathing supplement. Um, for some of you that don't know, Shiner did have strangles a couple years ago. It was mild. However, it did kind of mess with her respiratory system. Um, so I do give her more things to help. Um, and all of this stuff can be purchased, you know, it's not everything but the decks and the banamine, um, all that stuff can be purchased, um, you know, at your usually local tax store. Um, some of you may have to order, um, but it is over the counter, I guess you could say. Um, so I've been also using magnetic bell boots on her. Shiner's kind of always been front endy and pegs off of her front end, but we don't inject anything in her front end. There's never really anything that's wrong. The last time I went in and had her just looked over really quick, we did a flexion test on her front feet, and he said, you know, if you really wanted to inject her coffins, you could, but it's not a need right now, and I'm all for injections, but I don't want to do it unless it's actually causing a problem. So I switched to a different um, joint supplement, and then I had been using the magnetic bell boots, and I'll try to post the difference of the videos um, on the blog page, but it's pretty drastic. Um, you know, I don't toot on my horses. Yes, she gets faster with each run, but this was just a more solid, fluid turn. Um, and that's the only thing I've changed, so I'm going to say that that's helping. So after I give all that, I will spray her entire body down with a liniment. Um, I have the Calm liniment. It's more of a jelly type feeling. So I'll kind of put that more on her legs, um, on her stifles, on her hamstrings. Um, I've been using a Vetrolin uh, liniment spray. It's like in a Flarisol bottle. Um, I bought some of that just to kind of try it. I like it. It smells good. So I use that all over just because it's not a jelly feeling. Um, so she gets that and then I saddle her up. And again, at these bigger shows where she is stalled majority of the time, I'll go start to warm her up an hour before I run. And, you know, 30 minutes of that is just walking, getting her nice and loose, getting her, you know, out from being in the stall. 
Um, Shiner is a very, very mild warm-up. We don't do anything crazy. I just let her lope around, let her trot around, and then I usually let her chill out, you know, 10 or 15 minutes before we run. Um, Thursday night, she went in and ran a 17.2. It wasn't, it was pretty. It just wasn't really, really fast. Um, it was okay. Um, it was a bigger pin there, so what was that, Thursday night? I think she kind of fell in the cracks. Um, Friday, uh, when I, okay, so let me back up. When I get done running, it's usually a pretty decent walk from the arena to my stall. Um, so for Shiner, it doesn't take a lot for her to recover. Um, as soon as I get off and make her run, I loosen my cinch, I take my boots off immediately. Um, you will never see my horse standing there without a saddle and boots on. That to me is nonsense, but that's a story for another day. Um, let her walk out. Usually by the time I get back to her stall, she's good and recovered. Um, it was nice enough weather that, you know, she could get hosed off after her run, um, which is kind of odd for Waco in November, but we didn't complain. Um, that night I used a green cool jelly on her legs just because I did have to get up so early the next morning. I didn't want to put um, poultice on it and spend that much time washing it off the next morning. The ice tight poultice that I do use does come off that easy, but when you have to get up at five in the morning and start to give, you know, your medicine again to make a run that same morning, you know, you, you kind of want to eliminate as much time as you can. Um, after every run, I unsaddle, I give her electrolytes, um, let, make sure she's good and recovered and caught her breath and I'll put her back in her stall off her water hay um, so then Friday morning like I said I had to get up at 5 let her chill out so I was number 95 to run so I was going to run about 9.30 that morning so about 8 I went pulled her out of her stall no, it's probably about 7.30. Pulled her out of her stall, went and gave her everything else. Um, she didn't have that long in her stall because I think I made my last run at like 10 o'clock that night. Um, so by the time I got her in her stall, it was closer to 10.30, 11-ish. I still walked her, you know, as much as I could. She went in that day and ran to 17.1. Um, so a tenth faster. And... We didn't do any good in the permit race. It wasn't bad. It just didn't get us where we needed to, but was almost a blessing in disguise. Um, so we had all day. So as soon as I got done running her, same, you know, cool out routine, electrolytes. I did put the ice tight on her just because she was going to have about 24 hours between runs. Um, got her out of her stall later that day, walked her around. You know, Shiner's pretty chill. I walk by, check on her water, make sure she's got plenty of cubes. Um, so then later that evening, I washed her ice tight off because I had to get up even earlier the next morning because the second round of the permit race, whatever number you were, so I was 95. I was the very last one to run Saturday morning. They flip it. So then it goes from 95 to one. So I was the very first one to run at eight that morning. So I had to get up that much earlier, do everything and make a run. Um, that second round, she came back and ran a 16.8. It 
I mean, a beautiful, flawless run. I didn't whip her on the way home. It could have been faster. It probably would have done something if I would have whipped her. However, we didn't make it back. They took 30. We were 31st. Kind of bummed about that, but, you know, I'd won $1,200 the night before. I won a buckle. I won a pretty cool goodie bag. Um... So, my plan was Saturday morning, if I didn't make it back, I was going to hook up, load everything up, come home, have all day to chill out, and then I wasn't supposed to run Fort Worth until the night later. Um, We'd kind of planned it about 11.30 that night. So, I don't like, (laughs) this is a, a wuss kind of thing to say, but I don't like leaving my house late at night to go make a late at night run. So, I was like, you know, if I can't find an earlier number, I'm just going to turn out. Um, I had to work early the next day. I was number 673, something crazy. Um, I happened to find an earlier draw, like 156. So did my friends. We ended up going to Fort Worth together. But, I, so this is still Saturday morning. I was like, well, I'm going to go to Sonic, get breakfast, something to drink before I hook up the trailer and leave. And Jimmy Smith texted me and was like, did you know that you're in the drawing for the trailer? They give away a trailer there every year. And usually there's some other stuff you have to do to win it. But this year, because of COVID, you just randomly got selected. And I was like, no. So I waited around all day Saturday to not win a trailer. Um, so I already had everything hooked up, loaded up. All I had to do was go load my horse. Um, I did get blocked in. Someone helped me get out of that. Uh, I got home about, I guess, midnight, Saturday night. So I still had, you know, a while before I was going to have to run. Um, we think timed it. We were going to run about 2, 33 o'clock, which is about what time we ran Sunday. Um, if you've seen on pictures and videos, um, you know that my horses, my mares are in some bigger run type stalls. So that was handy just because she wasn't in a little 12 by 12. She can stretch out. She's with her friends. Um, so then Sunday morning we got ready and we went to Fort Worth. So the beginning of the year I set some goals and you know some of them were just impossible to achieve because we did get shut down for so long because Betty was hurt. Um, two of the goals was I just wanted to win another buckle. Buckles are pretty cool to me. They're kind of sentimental. Um, so we won that buckle. So I was like, okay, that's cool. My other one, well, one of them, I don't know, the year's not over, but (laughs) one of them was to run just a 14 something at Northside. Um, Shiner, every time she's been there, she's been a 15-0, 15-2, which is okay for that arena. I mean, you know, a low 14 will win it, but I'm not going to complain because the last times that she was there, she had that tumor in her. So I'm blaming that. Um, Shiner's not ran there since last summer when they had the Pro Rodeo Series. So my mindset was I'm just going to go have fun. You know, she's been running a 15-0. If I can be a little faster than that, great. She went in and high-loped, didn't even run out a 14.8. So, I was very happy with that. Um, Didn't win any money, but, you know, another goal was kind of checked off. I've had good runs this week. It's put me more in a happier mindset and more goal-driven. 
you know, when you're in a rut, it sucks and you don't want to do anything. But when you have those good runs, you know, regardless if they're quote unquote winning, you know, whatever goals that you had and you're checking them off, it makes you want to get after it that much more. Um, same routine at Fort Worth, um, before and after everything. Um, got back home that night. So it is now Wednesday. So a week from when I started this, I've got to get better about that. Um, the plan was to let her have the week off. You know, she made four runs, which for her, you know, it's, she can handle it. The plan was to let her have the week off. Because she's running so good, I don't want to let that get away. Shiner gets stronger and better as she runs. That's kind of her tuning. Um, more runs she makes, better she gets. Again, you don't want to just waste your runs. But, you know, like I said, I've been using the magnetic bell boots. I've been using a new joint supplement that is supposed to um, repair the collagen. I guess re-add collagen. Um, it is proven to help the de deterioration of joints. It's all around really, really good. And I've not found anything that's comparable to that. She's been on it about two weeks. Um, we do sell it at Teske. So the next time the rep comes in, I'm going to kind of talk to him and get some more information about it. But that and the bell boots are all I've changed. And she's running like a totally different horse. Um, yes, she's running faster. Yes, I'm riding her more confident. But she feels so much different. So I'm going to keep doing that. Um, this week's plan, because... NFR and everything is coming to our area. A lot of the local arenas that I go to are going to be um, not having barrel races because they're hosting other events. So Glen Rose, you know, we go to on Wednesday nights. They're having one this week and next week. And then after that, they probably won't have any more until after Christmas. And that kind of puts us at a crunch. Um, so I'm taking everybody there tonight. I'm going to exhibition Betty. V, again, just kind of going for experience. I'm probably going to enter Shiner. And then I think we're going to go to back to Northside for the rodeo this weekend. Because we're only going to get a handful more of those. Because they're having a bullfighting during the NFR. They're having a viewing party there. The gold buckle ceremony is going to be there. So they will not be having the rodeo. Why am I trying to get good in that pen? Because... Odessa, the first rodeo of the year, is similar to that as far as what usually wins it. Um, the pattern setup kind of different, but it's still about the same time-wise. I was planning to run Betty at Odessa, but because Shiner's running so good, I'm not going to make myself try to get with Betty. Um, we have plenty of other rodeos I can run Betty at. But right now, I'm just trying to get with Shiner, stay with Shiner, see what she can do. Because, you know, I've got some really crazy goals for next year. Um, so, that's kind of my whole recap and plans and what I do. Um, if it wasn't descriptive enough and you have enough or you've, you have more questions that I can get more in depth with, please let me know. Don't hesitate. Um, shoot me a message, comment on this link. Um, I'm always welcome to more podcast ideas. Just let me know. Like I said, I'm hoping 
in the next couple weeks I can really get back at it. I have some really cool stuff I'm hoping to share with y'all on um, the harder that you want to rodeo, the more things you have to keep track of. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy and see y'all next time.